Um, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the movies with William Fletcher. I am, per, as per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. And uh, so this week is going to be a little bit of a different one. I recorded this already uh, a little a little while ago, but um, it the audio didn't sound great, so I decided I re-record it. And um, so I'm going to be starting sort of a new little thing of um, I will be doing thing called uh, Williams Lists, uh, where I basically just look at one of my film lists and just talk about it and just sort of give my perspective sort of why i've rated it where i have um and you know why i like it why i don't like it in some cases so today i will be doing uh i'll be discussing when tarantino's filmography so this will only just be his director directorial filmography that he's done um, because I haven't seen really anything else he's done that he hasn't, you know, directed. So um, I'm just going to sort of move through this a little fast because I've recorded this one before and it took a while and it got very boring uh, for, for me, rather. Um, but anyway, so when did it get boring? I just sort of got my, my throat a little sore. So anyway, um, so I'm just going to go from worst to best. The bottom of the list, I, I don't think I'm going to be offending or upsetting anyone by saying that Death Proof is its worst film. I think it is really fucking is just a dreadful film. It has so little of like like it, it, it doesn't really do anything good. Like I I like the idea of the whole the sort of intro like the credits bit I think is really interesting and I kinda of like that. But other than that the film just kind of is crap. It doesn't really have anything of great quality in it. I think that the um there's no really great performances. I think all the characters are just terrible. And I just don't think there's anything like redeemable or interesting about the film. It's really just, it's, it's just really stupid. It's a really dumb film. You know, it's it's overly just, it's just kind of like at his worst, his worst self. It's just incredibly self indulgent and just making, you know, what he wanted, but what he wanted was terrible. Uh, so, uh, number nine. Um, it's this is ten, because I uh rated Kill Bills Volume One and Two differently. Um, because they were released separately, and so yeah, you can say it's it's one film, but he released it separately. So you know, and I also think they're two very different halves of a whole. So at number nine, uh, Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh, and I'm not putting any ratings on these films, by the way, because I'm certain I will cover these in future, except for one of them, which is Pulp Fiction, which I have done an episode on. Um, but at number nine is Kill Bill Volume Two, which is also just dreadful. It is it's it's so long, it's incredibly self indulgent. It is just just Tarantino doing what he wanted, but what he wanted wasn't good. Um, I think that it just and Kill Bill in general just goes on forever. Like it's four hours, and it's just like nothing needs to be four. Like like it doesn't need to be going for four hours. It can just be you know like legitimately, it doesn't need to go for four hours. It can just you know go. Like, it legitimately doesn't need to go for four hours. Like, overall, I think when I did the math, it goes... It, the, f the film... 
in in total is like like four hours and ten minutes or something. Sorry, I suppose I was just trying to think of how long it was. But it goes for about four hours, which is insane. Like the fact that he thinks, hey, you know what I should do? I'll make a film like this for four hours because people will be so interested in that. And I'm just not. It's just it's just crap. I I think it's just sort of just nothing about it is like there's so little good. Like I think Emma Thurman is good and I think all the performances are decent. But other than that, it's really not that great. I think the fight choreography is actually really good too, actually. That's um really good. But it's other than that, it's kind of really terrible. Um so uh the number eight is um from here on I like all of these films. Jackie Brown. Which I've watched once. And I enjoyed it, but I probably won't watch it again. As I do like a big turn. Sorry, a big Tarantino marathon. I probably will do actually, because I'm a big Tarantino fan. Um, as a filmmaker, as a person, he's a bit, you know, a bit, a bit crap. Um, but I think that the Fed, uh, Jackie Brown, it, it's also unique because it was the first time he was, he did, you know, he had like, you know, a female protagonist. Unlike, you know, like Kill Bill, he also had a female protagonist, but that was the first time he had a female protagonist, and a black woman as well. Which I don't know if that's necessarily relevant or important, but it's just, you know, nice to see. Oh, I think all the performance isn't good. There's nothing really stand out in it, unlike a lot of his other films, but. But it's, you know, a, a decent film that I would definitely like to watch again. Um, so at number seven is Kill Bill Volume 1, which is the far superior one, and to be fair, most people do agree that Volume 1 is better than Volume 2, because it is. Volume 2 is absolutely dreadful, and Volume 2 is Volume 1, rather, so it's actually, like, a good movie. Um. Like, it's just really, yeah, it's just, it's just quite a bit of fun. It's a, it's a very fun, enjoyable action film. Um, I think that, um, you know, I, I like, I think I'm a film is good. I think the choreography is also quite good, but I do think this is Tarantino at his most possibly unnecessarily violent Like, there was, it, it was just really, really good. And it is a lot of, um, it's just quite a bit of fun. And, I, and I've only watched it once, but I, I'm sure that I would quite enjoy it again. And, um, yeah, it was just quite a bit of fun. Uh, now, number six, uh, this might be a bit controversial, because for some reason, everybody loves this film. Django Unchained. Which I think, while a good film, is not as good as everyone says it is. Like, some people put it as Tarantino's best, and I don't understand why. I think it is a pretty good film. It is way too long. And I think that, um, that it, yeah, just goes on for way too long. Um, I, but, and I think, you know, it's sort of, 
I, I just sort of think that um that uh I just think that yeah, this is goes on too long. I think some of the scene it doesn't work as well as some people seem to think it does. Um I also think Christoph Walt is also not as good in it as he was in Inglorious Bastards, but that is a pretty mean feat, you know. I mean Glorious Bastards is absolutely good. But you know, it's still like it, it is a good film. Leonardo DiCaprio gives one of his best performances in the film. Is really really good. The scene where he's like off ahead and 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 like cut his own hand is insane. Yeah, and, it, and I just think that's one of the best scenes of a Tarantino film in general. Um, and I just, yeah, I also think Jamie Foxx is very subdued and very, like, he doesn't say a lot and doesn't do a lot, but I think that works for the character. That, you know, it's meant, that he's meant to be playing. Um, but, like, I think... He's also pretty good. I think Samuel L. Jackson is also very good. Samuel L. Jackson is good in all of these films because he's a pretty consistent actor. He's a pretty consistently good actor. Um, so then, here is the real controversy that I guarantee is going to come from this. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at number five is... There's gonna be so many people upset with this. Like, because for some reason, people don't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They think it's boring and nothing happens and it's ponderous. And I'm just like, that's Tarantino's entire career in a nutshell. Like, it's pretty much like, you know, what he does. That's like, this is his entire career. Like, his films just have nothing. Um, and, you know, but I think it's it was one of my favorite films of 2019. Um, I just think it's really, really good. It's quite a bit of fun. Um, it's, it's quite enjoyable. I, 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 I'm a big fan. For some reason, I quite enjoy films that are about film, like sort of the history of film, or they take place in sort of like Hollywood or something. I find that really interesting, and I quite enjoy films like, like Mank, for example. It's not everyone's cup of tea, and I get that, but I think it's still, you know, pretty good. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt give two really good performances. Um, and, um, I'm sorry that I'm pausing, I'm just sort of, like, trying to think of what to say. Um, and, uh, but by the way, spoilers for all of these films. I'm gonna talk about some spoilers. Um, the last 20 minutes or so, where Brad Pitt fights and then kills the Manson family, is one of my favourite endings of a film of the past, like, five years. It is so much fun. And... It's just... It's just, just really, really good. It's just, it's just so much fun. 
And I think that's a thing Tarantino can do really well at times. And I just think that Tarantino, like, he just had some fun, you know? And I think it, it, do, it does don't go on forever, but I don't think Manga Robbie's in it enough, and I kind of feel like she was built up to... Like... I, do, I don't know. I just think they don't do enough. It's like, so they made it seem like she was one of the main characters of the story. You know, and it sort of revolved around it, but it doesn't. And I think that's kind of really weird marketing, honestly. I was like, oh, I was going in, and I was like, oh man, Margot Robbie Sharon taste gonna be great, it's gonna be great, and then just it wasn't. Um Yeah, but I think it's a pretty Yeah, I just think it's a pretty quite good film that I that I rather enjoyed. Um now I'm actually thinking the more I'm looking at the list of my next two and I think I'm gonna swap these actually. I'm actually I'm actually gonna swap these. So I'm gonna read it in what the new updated order will be. So number four is Pulp Fiction. I know. Pulp fiction at number four. Not even in the top two or the top three even. I genuinely think that Pulp Fiction is a really good, like, really amazing film. I did an entire episode for my podcast, so I probably don't really need to say much more. But, yes, it is pretty good. It's very good. It goes on too long. There are some really weird tangents, and I don't think it's as good as some people think it is. But, uh, overall, it's still a pretty good film. You know, I get, I get the sort of importance of it and why people sort of lord it as the one you know one of the it's it's a very influential film. I, I will give people that that it is influential and that it is, you know, um you know that at this point at this point in time you hadn't really seen films like this. Which is fair um fair enough. Uh so uh, number three this is a bit different and possibly maybe a slightly Slightly bit controversial. Um, at number three, The Hateful Eight. I really fucking love The Hateful Eight. It is so good. It is just so... I just... I like films that just sort of take place in, like, one location. And it sort of doesn't really go beyond that. And it's just eight people... Nine people, rather. Stuck in a house. And, like, in, like, you know, in a film... And it's just like, it's just really, really good. I think Samuel L. Jackson gives his best performance of any of the films that he's done before. And I just think, and I just think it's really good. I think Jennifer Jason Lee gives one of the best performances in a Tarantino film, period. Not just like female performances, just performances in general. And there's like just it's just so good. It's just so much. Again, like every Tarantino film, it 
goes on a bit too long. Like every film that he makes, they all go on for way, way too long. Um, but I think it's pretty much. To be honest, I might honestly watch Hateful Eight again, and I might bump it up because it's pretty high right now. But honestly, a rewatch might make it jump, jump up for me. Um, I've got number one, number two, and number one. So you know, once I say what number two is, you know, once I say what number two is, you're gonna know number one is. And I think number one's kind of obvious, just based on how it's going, and everyone would probably thinks that. Uh, so number two is Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Reservoir Dogs is pretty fucking great. It's like, it's it's really, really, really great film. I think it's, again, it's sort of a bit like Hate Flight in the whole, it's like sort of Hate Flight in one location. Sorry, pardon me, Jesus Christ. It takes place in one location, you know, it's in a warehouse, and I think it was the sort of, it was, it was character as first, I mean, a really, you know, even then, it was showing that, hey, this guy is, you know, he's sort of he's sort of a new voice of the generation, I guess, you know. He was sort of doing things that no one else was doing. You know, you made a bank heist film, but you don't actually see the robbery in it. Because it's, you know, you know, but I think it's very good. You know, the thing that he, um... But yeah, I just think it's really good. Um, I think Steve Buscemi is a really good... I've, again, I just feel like I've done the same thing over and over again. But, you know, the all the performances in it are really, really great. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, notwithstanding... Well, Quentin Tarantino as an actor is really not that good. He's... You know... It's like, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I don't like directors who put themselves in movies who aren't actors. Like, I don't have a problem with it. It's like they're an actor who becomes a director. Like Bradley Cooper, probably being the main one I can think of off the top of my head. Um, But, you know... I think that uh, this is a pretty good film, and I honestly think it might be a bit underrated. Like everyone talks about their favorite Tarantino films, and and very few bring up a great Reservoir Dogs, because it is great. It is really, really, really good. Okay, great. Number one, uh, it's kind of obvious, you know. Uh, it's Inglourious Bastards. It is obviously his best film, you know. It's just really, really great. Um, it has the best performance of any of Tarantino's films, which is uh, Christoph Waltz as Colonel Hans Lander, who is one of the best villains in a film ever, I would argue. Just like in general, just one of the best villains ever. 
Um, I think all the performances are great. I think Diane Kruger and the actress whose name I've forgotten right now, who plays uh, Dreyfus, is really good. And I just think I would love to, and I would love to do an episode on pretty much any of these films. That's uh, proof, not really. But um, all the other films I'd love to do, except Pulp Fiction, which I've already did. Uh, which if you haven't listened, um, go back and listen to this, and then come back to this. Uh, I rated Pulp Fiction a nine out of ten. That should probably give you what I think of the other, you know, sort of what the rating most likely would be for these other films. Um, but I also think, again, like What's the Put Out Time in Hollywood, film sort of, you know, ends history and sort of changes it. And it also, like, shooting Hitler in the face is amazing. And it's just so good. Like, it's just so much fun. And Andy is just having so much fun, you know. I just think that uh, it's just great and one of my favorite films of all time. Um, so I'm just gonna quickly run through the the uh, ranking order again. So number ten, Death Proof. Number two, Kill Bill Volume Two. Number eight, Jackie Brown. Seven, Kill Bill Volume One. Six, Django Unchained. Five, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Four, Hateful Eight. Sorry, damn it. But I was, <sighs> damn it. Sorry. Number four, Pulp Fiction. Number three, The Hateful Eight. Number two, Reservoir Dogs. And number one, Inglorious Bastards. Um, yeah, that's the first episode of William's List. Um, yeah, I'm trying out this new thing. Um, so if you don't get a normal episode on a film, it'll usually be this or something else because, you know, it's hard to get people in to record. Um, so this is just sort of the kind of thing I'm sort of going to start experimenting doing episodes on, you know, different things. It won't always be movies in, but it'll be, yeah, some new stuff. Right, uh, thank you for listening. Check out all the other episodes. Check me out on Letterboxd at William Fletcher. Uh, William F is my username, so you should be able to find me pretty easily. Um, and this list is actually on there, so you can go check it out and check out the ratings as well that I gave. Um, find the uh, find if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or wherever or wherever you're listening to it. Um, I thank you. I thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, f- follow me. Um, at the movies Will Fletcher or Will Fletch maybe on Instagram and um, I also need to make I don't actually made a Facebook but I will be doing that at some point. Um so yeah, thank you for listening. Uh enjoy the rest of your day or night or wherever you listen to this. Uh goodbye and uh, have a good one.